$5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, let's talk. Like, honestly, let's talk. About something we could all use more of. Sex. Great sex. Uh, Now you can increase your performance and that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises, which hopefully is often for you. Blue Chew is made in the USA. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor or wait in line. It's even cheaper than a pharmacy, and they prepare and ship it right to you in a discreet package. No awkwardness, no buying your business. Um, and you don't need to leave the house. All right. Now, right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code GEEK. That's G-E-E-K. Just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code is G-E-E-K. Try it for free. Blue Chew is better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. And remember, when you support our sponsors, you help make this podcast possible. So please be sure to use our promo code G-E-E-K, geek, at bluechew.com. You won't regret it. Welcome to an all-new episode of GVN Review. Um... This episode, me and AJ are going to be breaking down a new PS5 release. A lot of good stuff came from that. Um, so we're going to be breaking down so much stuff. Uh, AJ is way more inclined to talk about <laughs> PlayStation than I am. So I'm going to pass it to AJ to, uh, to get us started on the first bit of news that we got from, uh, from yesterday. Okay, so first off, um, before I get started on anything, Last of Us Part Two. Um, before the um, the um, reviews released um, earlier today, yesterday, uh, there was a lot of backlash due to the a certain leak that we got, and people were hating on it, and people wished the game wasn't out anymore, and then. Soon after the um, release of the review embargo uh, for Last of Us Part Two came out, and it's nothing but like perfect scores right now. I think IGN has a ten out of ten. Um, 
game games radar has like a 40 i'm um, not 40 goodness 4.5 out of 5 it's either in the 90 percentage range to 100 percentage range range through any uh, website so far so my my point in this is don't don't judge a game until you get the full context of what the leak is or until you are for sure for sure that um that the games that it was just the overall drama of it was just bad um never judge a books by but a book by its cover at all but i just want to say i'm excited for last of us part two and yeah i i'm so happy that it got good great um good reviews so far yeah, <clears throat> I'm welcoming in Joel. I couldn't, we couldn't talk PlayStation without Mr. PlayStation himself. <laughs> um, so I had to add in my brother Joel. Uh, Joel, AJ just started us off with talking about um, the ratings that uh, The Last of Us got. Um, but no, AJ, you made a really good point. I think what bothers me um, about hearing ratings about games is that to me, Games are way more um, catered to a specific person than movies or TV shows or even music um, because you have to be interested in the style of play. You have to be interested in the format, the, you know, the, the storyline. There's just so much that goes into it. Um, I was talking to Dom and my uncle about this on our podcast last night. That's why I think uh, demos should come back um, oh, because yeah. I kind of feel like no one really pays attention to Game Informer anymore. Um, like, people would much rather, instead of reading what other people feel about it, they'd much rather just try it out themselves. Um, and especially in this coronavirus era where everything seems to be pushed back. AJ, Joel, you guys tell me if Marvel released that Avengers game as a demo right now, it wouldn't break all kinds of download downloadable records. Even The Last of Us Part Two would break records. Uh, for demos just because people want something because it kind of feels like everything that was supposed to be dropping is being pushed um, so I'm like this is the best time for demos um, but yeah Joel did you hear about the scores for The Last of Us Part 2? Can you hear? I think he might be lagging a little bit he's, he's driving so he might oh, be okay. lagging a little bit um <laughs> <laughs> but he'll respond as he can. Um, but no, I am, um, as you know, I do not have a PlayStation. So my excitement can only be but so high for The Last mm -hmm. of Us Part Two. Um, which, by the way, I was a little shocked they didn't just push that back to this fall um, to release it with the PS5 as a bundle. Um, I was shocked that they didn't do that. Um, but I mean, that always can, can still happen. Wait, uh, for The Last of Us? Yeah, The Last of Us. Oh, yeah, they, they, I think they will do that. For Last of Us and Ghost of um, Tsushima, I think they're going to do like a bundle for those two because I think they were meant for PS5, but they ended up being on PlayStation 4 since they already started working on it early and they already had it prepared. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think, I think it, will be a, it will become a bundle once. I think not, not a week into the PlayStation 5's release, but it will, I think there will be. Um, a bundle, a bundle somewhere, I, and I also want to make an argument. The point that you're making about the demo, mm -hmm. um, I do, I do agree that it, it, all the demos will be great. 
um, especially for today's climate where everything just being delayed and everything is just chaos right now. Um, also, I think this year alone, I think marked one of the biggest sales for video games as a whole, as a, um, just as a whole, um, from, was it, Animal Crossing, that got big numbers, Spider-Man got big numbers last year, um, God of War Spider-Man, got big numbers. Spider-Man, I think it was two years ago. No, it was, it was last year. It was, it no, was it 2018? Yeah, it was 2018. Yeah. Yeah, end of 2018, right. Okay, but the point I'm making is that from 2018 to 2020 right now, it's, I think it marked one of the biggest um, years of sales for, for video games as a whole. So I think right now they're doing good, but I don't know what that means for the future when everybody starts to go back to work and everybody goes back to school. Well, originally the, the rumor was they got rid of demos because if you could try it, before you buy it if you don't like it you won't buy it it won't matter what the word of the mouth is it won't matter if someone's like yo the game is really dope if you tried it yeah. and you didn't like how it played you didn't like the the three minutes of the gameplay that you got you just wouldn't buy it so logically uh the the companies thought if we got rid of it it would force you to buy it like there would be no avenue you'd have to buy it first and yeah. once right. you did they got your sixty dollars so they don't right. care. If I knew ahead of time that fucking that Sekiro game was as hard as it was, I would never play. But see, that's where they're smart because they're like, this game's hard as shit. We don't want anyone to know till they buy it. So buy it, and then you'll find out. But um, but a lot of people are under the the misunderstanding that when you return games, it affects the the sales of games. It does not. That is a hit only GameStop takes. That is that does not come out of a Sony product, an Xbox product, or a uh, Nintendo Switch product. Um, that is a it's, that is a deal between GameStop and whoever the provider is. But that does not come out of their their sales. Because um, I can't tell you guys how quickly people beat that Spider Man and then returned it. Um, so, but that didn't, as you guys see, it didn't affect Sony. Sales I still got it. <laughs> I beat. Uh, I still got it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, it, it's something special to, to hold on to. It's definitely something special to hold on to. Um, but speaking of Spider-Man, we can go right into that. Um, because if Sony is smart, Insomniac is smart, what Boss Logic just did for them is make them another billion dollars. Um, I have not seen people this excited for the idea of a bundle since maybe when Switch, uh, Switch came out with um, uh, Super Smash Brothers. Um, if you make this Spider-Man, this new Miles Morales, uh, game into a D, uh, into a bundle, like the system is actually like Miles Morales, uh, the controllers like Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man. And he's big right now. He is huge right now. That's from what I'm saying. Universe, all that. Yeah, that, That's that would be a good idea and it'd be a dumb move on them if they don't do that. Yeah. Cause once Boss Logic did that, it just seemed like everyone was like, is this real? Cause I want that. And it was like, no, it's not real. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not real. Not yet. Um, but it would be so smart of them. So smart of them, especially heading into, um, I think next year or the year after is supposed to be the actual Spider-Man game. 
and then into the Spider-Verse. So it's like the sales would go up again uh, once people see Miles Morales uh, on the big screen. So it's just, it's smart to do. But Joa, I'll go to you first, man. I knew nothing about this till uh, everyone posted it on, on Twitter. I didn't know this was something they were working on. Um, but before I pass to you, I do want to say this is the most Grand Theft Auto thing uh, Insomniac could ever do to where it's like, no, no, no. It's not a different game. It's not a spinoff. It's not necessarily like a DLC. It's just a little something to keep you guys going until we get the brand new Spider-Man game to come out. Um, but, Joel, I think this you can agree to game. Right, right. I think yeah. you can agree to this, Joel. This very much is like when um, a cartoon would come out for uh, the Disney Channel for Marvel, and then like a month or two later, Feige's like, oh, we're working on a live-action film of this. So I very much feel like this is testing the waters for there to be an actual Miles Morales full game in the future. But what were your thoughts on the uh, the trailer and then the uh, the announcement that this game was happening? Well, I thought it was very smart of Sony to start with that because mm-hmm. it, it locked everybody in right away. Because as soon as I saw the, the arms sticking, I didn't know who that was at first, which is funny. I'm like, what is this? Like a My Hero or something? Like what's the superhero <laughs> game that they're not telling me about? And it just goes, and I'm like, oh, my God, I see webbing, and it's fucking Miles. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's Miles Morales. And like, I, don't, I didn't know if it was going to be a sequel to Spider-Man. At first, I'm like, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 2. But it really was. It, just, it was just all Miles. And then, so I'm like, after so when it ended, I wasn't sure if it was a Miles sequel, like Spider-Man 2 with Miles, or is it like, like we talked about it yesterday, is it a sequel? Is it a direct? Now we find out it's a standalone, like, it's its own game, but it's technically part of that Spider-Man one game. It's so right really now, th- there's an update right now that um, Sony put out, and it said that this is Spider-Man two. It's a, it's its own complete game. So right. it will be Miles, Mor- Miles Morales, um, right. standalone video game. Right. It's not a sequel to the Spider-Man game, but it's, it's also a conti- it's a continuation of that game. Right. It's it's just an set, expansion. It just yeah. Like Lost Legacy, Uncharted Lost Legacy. I never played Lost Legacy because it didn't have Nate in it. But this I'm going to play. This is an expansion I'm interested in. I do want to say the Spider-Man uh, expansion with Miles Morales. I'm all in. Because I re- even during the trailer, you saw him. He went stealth. He has his electric shocks. I'm like, mm-hmm. he's, he's already a different type of Spider-Man, and I can't wait to play with him. Yeah, this, is, this was genius on part of Insomniac. Um, and I think part partially they did this because um, I don't think Miles would be playable in the new Spider-Man, uh, the new Spider-Man game. Um, right. so I think this was their way of showing you like, hey, yeah, we, right. Well, we and I think what they might even uh, implicate, uh, not implicate. I'm sorry. Uh, put into the put into the new Spider-Man game is they might have implement. Miles implement. Thank you. They might have Miles as a DLC for the new Spider-Man game. Um, cool. You could do stuff with Miles as uh, in a DLC. Um, but this is easily the coolest thing Spider-Man games has done since... I don't know if you guys remember this. That very first Spider-Man game uh, based off of the movie uh, where you could free roam, swing all over the city. Do you guys remember once yeah. you played the game, there was a cheat code to playing as Green Goblin? You guys yeah. remember that? This is the coolest thing since then. Like, I remember when my brother showed me I could play as, as Green Goblin, I was like, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, <laughs> wait a second. 
what? And that was the most fun I think I've ever had in the Spider-Man game, obviously, till the new Spider-Man game came out. But this was great. As Joel said, you got to see mm-hmm. Miles in all his glory. Uh, someone said this on Instagram. I don't know who, so I don't know who to give it credit to, but this is not for me. Uh, but it's hilarious. Huge shout out to Insomniac, because obviously someone black works there, because they completely uh, Miles' hair. Uh, they touched him up. <laughs> he looked like he was looking fresh. He was looking fresh. He was looking fresh, man. Uh, he looked he like my daddy. Right there. <laughs> but, but I definitely did like that. But um, no, this is great, and I do hope it's a few months, uh, a few months ahead of where the game ended, um, because he does he does not look, he does not look like it's new to him. It, it kind of looks like he's been doing it for a while, and I very much hope that's the case. Um, It'll just be interesting to see if they implement Miles-specific villains or if it's more of the same. Uh, so that's what I'm going to be looking out for uh, the most. Um, how deep into Miles' mythos do they go? Um, or, I mean, because we saw in the first game, he came across Scorpion, came across Rhino. Obviously, he didn't fight them, um, but he came across them. So are you going to recycle Spider-Man's villains? I don't have a problem with it. I'm just saying I'm, I'm, I'm curious. But... um. AJ, your thoughts on the uh, the announcement and that really dope ass trailer? Oh, I I love that little sneak peek of Miles. I thought it was cool. From we did see the hand and the suit just being torn apart. I yeah. I love that so much. The reveal of his face, uh, just that beginning. If I just got that beginning sequence, and and that was it, I would have been happy either way. But we got more. We got more in depth of Miles' powers. Um, we we know that it's a continuation of um, the 2018 Spider-Man, so that's good. Um, the game, I think, the gameplay is gonna look as as um as good as the 2018, even or even better. Um, the cinema- yeah, the cinematic looks gorgeous. Um, from him saving that um, civilian. I thought that was nice. It looks like he has his own unique style. So that that I cannot wait. Um, I'm a big proponent of photo mode in video games. So Spider-Man, um, the 2018 Spider-Man photo mode was incredible. But I hope they, um, what is it? They um, upgraded a little bit more so we can have like a weather mode. We can choose our own weather our time of day and all of that. I think that would be really cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm super excited for um, Spider-Man to Miles Morales. Yeah, I, um, <clears throat> I the thing I'm most curious about is its mechanics. Um, I would like it very much if the way he swings is just fundamentally different than Peter's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, obviously, there's only but so many ways you could swing a damn web, but uh, just something that is just unique, whether it's he's able to jump higher or his animations once he lets go. Uh, you know how, like, once you let go with Peter and he kind of free falls a little bit? Uh, it's yeah. kind of like a flippy. So I'm just Even curious. in the last game, when Peter swings, it's different than the other games because he's, like, swinging and also, like, turning. Right. Like, yeah. like, it's like he's like like letting gravity take him, which is different than any of the other games where he's just going straight. It's just like he's flowing. So yeah, if Miles has his own version of that, yeah, I agree with you. It's, he should. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Just because to me, the biggest thing is I want people who aren't as uh, 
you know, smart in the idea of the comics as, as we are, or as knowledgeable, um, they're going to look at it and go, oh, he's, you know, he's the other Spider-Man. Like, no, there's, there's a difference between the two. I don't, think, really, I don't think they'll think that, though, because <laughs> right now, everybody's watched um, Into the Spider-Verse. Everybody's already... See, what I've been learning is, AJ, there's no way to really know that. I would say more people know Miles now than ever before. Yeah. Um, 100%. But to me, it's... The idea of how different him and Peter are are a fundamental difference. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, so you'd have to different know... People. Right. You'd have to know them or be familiar with them to understand the difference. And I just want the video game to showcase that. Like, the movie did a great job of showcasing mm -hmm. how drastically different the two of them are. Um... I just want the game to showcase that also because it's a huge audience that you attract in these video games. And also, I want to be able to play with the hoodie, my, my oh, yeah. Jordan. Yeah. I want that costume. Yeah. I want that costume. So with the shorts, he has to have that costume because I want to play swinging around in the hoodie. I think I'll they're going to implement that because they, um, in the Spider-Man, oh, God, sorry. And in, in the um, PS4 Spider-Man game, they did implement some of the stuff that was in the Spider-Verse. I'll go a step okay. further, Joel. I want to be able to leap off of buildings the way you do in Into the Spider-Verse. Where you can sit on it That's like cool. that and then just leap yeah. off. If they yeah. put that in there, I'll buy a PlayStation just for that. <laughs> I have no I doubt that that, that'll probably be an option. I, I, it sounds like it's going to be there. I, Get I'm that PlayStation. Man, I'm going to have to. By the way, can I just say this really quickly? The internet what is up? very mean. Um, as soon as they showed, like, what the PS5 looks like, that people means... started taking the design of Xbox and putting a garbage bag around it, showcasing that it's like <laughs> a garbage can. Um, y'all are mean. Y'all are, yeah. are very mean. Uh, I just wanted to say that. But, um, Joel, <laughs> I don't want to hold you too long, so I want to get your quick thoughts on uh, the new design for uh, the PlayStation 5. Uh, your okay. thoughts on the, the new design of it. <clears throat> uh, I, I, you know, it's different. It does look like a like a giant to me when I first saw it, it looked like a giant computer tower, uh, like those old like I remember like when I was growing up like they used to put lights in it and they were see through and shit. So I'm like it looked like a, oh, like a really cool looking computer, uh, but yes it does kind of look like a giant Wi-Fi uh, adapter or whatever. Yeah, but, like, I think I think it's dope. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I mean I, I dig it. I mean it's different. It's uh, I'm not, this is the first PlayStation that's all white. Well. First one that starts out that it's all white. I mean, I think there have been places that have been white before, but this is a PlayStation that's first, uh, that its first color is white and black instead of all black or gray. Um, and I think that's different. And I do expect to see other colors in the future. But yes, white and black seems like it's going to be the, the first design. And I dig it. It's definitely different and sleek. And I can't wait to finally play with it, you know. And I can't wait for the bugs to come out and then finally buy it because it's always buggy in the beginning. I will say the one thing that I really do like about it is PlayStation since its uh, inception or conception, however you want to say it, uh, has always been, it has to be flat. This right. is the first of its kind to where it's like, no, no, we stand up. We don't, there's no laying it down. We stand no, up. There's an option you, where you, you can, can lay it down. down. Oh, you can lay it down. Yeah, you can oh. lay it down. Oh, okay. Well, you get the both. You get the both. There you go. I stand corrected. Um, <laughs> but, um, but no, I, I, I think the way it looks is, is pretty dope. Uh, the jokes people had were really, really, really good. Um, <laughs> but uh, it definitely did look like a modem. 
I thought it was a modem when I first saw it. I was like, what is this? I was like, why is Kanan posting about a giant modem? Um, and then I saw, I was like, oh, it's a new PlayStation. I was like, oh, okay, it, it looks, it looks good. It looks good. It's unique. If you I, I like that it gives you two options to either get it the digital edition and yeah. you can get one for physical um media as well. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I will say between PlayStation and Xbox, Xbox looks like a huge speaker and the PlayStation looks like a giant modem. It um it they definitely they definitely were trying to stay modern with, with <laughs> the look of, of, of them. Um but <clears throat> AJ, your your thoughts on the new look for the uh the PS5. Oh, I, I loved it. You gotta go. All, All right, Joel. Glad you got to join no for the, the Spider Man, brother. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. All right. Go ahead, AJ. Yeah. Um, I love I loved it. Um, I love the idea that they're implementing two versions with the digital version and the physical version. Tell me more that. about that, because I, I don't remember hearing about that. Tell me a little bit more about that, the physical and digital. Um, at the end of the conference, they pointed out that. There'll be it'll still be the same, but with the digital version, it won't have a um uh disc reader on it, so it'll be slimmer. Mm -hmm. And then the physical edition will have that um disc reader, and it'll oh, be all up. So digital means you can only buy games through the system, and yeah. then the physical is like you can put your disc in. Mm -hmm. Oh, is Xbox doing that too? I'm I, I don't remember. No, I, don't, I don't think Xbox is doing that. I think it's just just the physical yeah. one. All right, fucking up here, Xbox. All right, <laughs> yeah. Um. So I thought that was a good a good way to for people. Um. The only question is, will one be more expensive than the other, or will it, it should be, be the same? It yeah. should be. I mean, it, it sounds it sounds like when the switch went from switch to switch light, which I now have both. I don't know why. Um. But to me, one made more sense than the other. Like, the the original switch you could take on the go with you. Um. But you could also dock it. When they came out with the Switch Lite, I'm like, you can't dock it. Why do, why do I want that? Like, what, what is good about that? And they're like, oh, it's, it's easier. It's smaller. If you have kids, it can fit in the kids' hands. And I'm like, who cares about the kids? Why, why is this a conversation? Don't nobody care about no kids. The games are for the kids. Don't nobody care about no kids. Um, but no, this, this, I'm glad you brought this up because um, this does sound great. Because uh, to me, if I could buy it on my system, like, to me, I think what's underrated or undervalued, rather, is that people are so much in the mindset of, I want the physical because, you know, if I'm done, I can return it. And I'm like, honestly, you get nowhere near the amount that you spent for it. So you might as well just hold on to it. Um, you know, that's why I said I value these games that are free roam, free roam and open world, um, because it's like there is no such thing as you beat it. So there's nothing else to do. I beat Grand Theft Auto a, a billion times. I still go through either play online or just drive around the city killing people. Um, so I'm like, you know, and in Spider-Man, you could just swing around the, you know, the all of New York City, um, doing little little stuff here and there. So I'm like, I value that. So to me, having it burned to the system to where it's just it's mine for forever, um, I don't really mind it. I don't really mind it. Uh, I was watching. I was listening to a podcast, I forgot which podcast it was, but they did bring up a situation where you can have the physical media and then download it, um, just have it ingrained into the um, system itself. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to keep on going back and forth and putting in the um, disc in. I think it's a smart idea uh, for both 
digital and then physical media um, people that love just love to collect their um, physical um, DVDs or Blu-rays, 4Ks, games, think, all of that. I do think if Sony wants to be ahead of its time, and this is something I've been thinking about for a while for both Sony and, and Xbox, but more so Sony now that you told me about the difference between uh, the physical and the, and, the, and the digital version, they should have it to where, let's say you're playing um, a new God of War, right? On PlayStation, you got the, the downloadable uh, version, not the physical copy. Let's say you play it for three weeks and you beat it. Like there's legit nothing else you could do. You've beaten everything. You know, you're not really interested in the DLC. What they should have is there's a button that you hit or there's an option that you hit when you click on the game and check the file for the game to where it says return. And what that is, is let's say you bought the game on the system for $65. You could return the game and it uninstalls it. Like you can't re-download it without buying it again. It uninstalls it, and you get back $45 out of your $65. So they're still getting a 20-something a uh, dollar profit on it, um, or they're only losing about $20 per se. Um, that way, if you – I think that's too high, though. I like the idea. But or you, I mean, could, you could drop it down yeah. to 35 Because I, mm -hmm. I know at GameStop, if it's a 60-something dollar game, even if it's new and you return it within like a week um, – Maybe not a week, but if you return them within like two weeks or something like that, it goes from like sixty something to like thirty something. Uh, it's no, it's usually nowhere near the amount that you actually mm. paid. So I'm like, if these systems develop that, do you know how many people would just be uh, glad to buy it, knowing that well, I can return it and get either close to half of what I paid or a little under half of what I paid. People would still be interested in that. Yeah, like thirty percent. Uh, yeah, and it. And it and here's the thing where it works for them, AJ. It uninstalls it. And if you want to play it again, you have, you to, have to buy, buy it again. It again. Mm -hmm. You have to buy it again. So it's not like, oh, you get your money back and you still can play it. It uninstalls it for you. Like, it deletes it for you. The saved data is still there, obviously. But it deletes it, and you have to spend the 60 again or however much it costs again to play it again. I think if systems started to develop that, it would put GameStop out of business, which you pretty much don't really need anymore. Um, and it would be innovative in a way that people wouldn't mind spending that money knowing that they get close to their investment back um, when it comes to, uh, you know, you're done with the game. Now it's like, all right, I don't still want it. Give me a way that I can get, you know, some of my investment back. So I always thought that. And when you told me that, I'm like, this is the perfect time to implement that. Yeah, that's a, I like that idea, yeah. So who knows? Who am I, though, right? All right. Uh, <laughs> let's, I got what a good idea. Right? Um, hopefully Sony doesn't hear this and steal our ideas. I swear, AJ, people listen to our shows and, and steal our ideas, man. Nah. Um, but all right. I want to talk about the game that really, really, really uh, dropped my jaw. And that is the final installment of Hitman. Hitman. I knew that was yours. I knew that was you yours. You knew it was coming. You knew, <laughs> I knew it, it was coming. I've loved the movies. I've loved the game since they first came out. I am a Hitman fanatic. Um, I haven't went bald for it. Um, <laughs> but, um, no, I to me, Hitman has always been – it's always been stuck in its own way. And what I mean by that is it should have changed with the times. It should have been an open map. 
Um, it should have been an open map. It should have been a free roam. I should be able to hop in a car and drive to my destination. I should be able to use my car as a weapon. Um, it just Get old should... Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah, no, it, you, know, style. you know what's funny? A lot of people go, well, Juwan, you always want something in Grand Theft Auto style. And I go, honestly, the way Hitman has structured itself since the beginning is it, not it necessarily changed. So the only way to truly evolve is you're able to do more. Um, and I hate the mechanic of how he walks. It's just very robotic. Mm -hmm. So I'd like the freedom of being able to jump over things or, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. just the freedom to climb, climb up a building and, and infiltrate my target. Um, just develop it to where it's drastically different, especially if you're going out on a bang. Um, make it to where it's free roam. I can just do what I want. Obviously, you can make it to where I can't just start shooting anybody. Um, like I have no problem with that, but I should be able to drive where I want to drive, um, go into to buildings and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think more games need to do that. Like if they if you're not allowed to go in buildings or just walk around and do stuff that you want to do, I think it's behind its time. And unless it's like a creative, I guess never mind. Yeah, I, if it's something like. Uh, What's that? A uh, game like Kenya that just came out. Um, right. Something very creative and innovative. I think. I think it still works in that in that favor. Um, just to show off the engine it has, Unreal Engine Five or any other engine, basically, just to show how powerful that is to keep on. <laughs> sorry, to keep on progressing, progressing for, uh, um, video games as a whole. Right. I think it's a good idea. I mean, it's just, there's too many games that uh, are constricts you to, you have to do A, B, C, D, E, and then that's the end of the yeah. game. To me, if you open it up more, like, let's say if, if your game's a hit game, right, and, like, the fans are demanding you to drop, you know, hurry up and release the, the part two of the game or whatever. If you make it open world to where they can just do whatever they want after they beat the game, we've seen Grand Theft Auto, people forget the new Grand Theft Auto or the newer Grand Theft Auto, came out like almost six years ago uh, <laughs> and people are still playing it like playing it's brand it, yeah. new. So I'm like, that's genius. That's what all games that are open world should do because people at some point forget the fact of how old it is and they just enjoy continuously playing it because you have newer things for them to do. I, I will argue that if the, the bigger the map, it's, um, it gets a little sloppy. It gets a little um, boring at times because the time to play um, depends on how big that map is. So like Red Dead Redemption, um, I just finished, I just beat the game recently, but one of my critiques of that game was that overall it's beautiful, but the world is too big and you are just walking around, keep walking around for like minutes on end. And then you get like an NPC or just something random coming up to you. The point is that um, the bigger the map is, the longer that time to play um, is. And it does get boring just walking around. Well, times. The, reason why, the reason why Red Dead feels like that, I think, and I'm not speaking for you, I'm just saying the reason I think it's like that is um, it takes place in the olden days. So you could ride your horse for like 20 minutes and it's just nothing but, but uh, woods. Um, you know, like it, once it, once you got to the actual city of Red Dead Redemption 2, 
um, it kind of opened up a lot more for you where you can interact and do a whole bunch yeah. of different stuff. But outside of that, it's just, it's just trees. Um, yeah, that's why they should have implemented at least so we can decide if we want to fast track cities, but they right. didn't do that. And yeah, no, that, I, yeah. I don't disagree. Um, but I just, I, I want like, if they did a snake eyes game, make that open world, make it open mm -hmm. world, make it to where, um, I could travel to where I want. Or if you do a, you know, there's been rumors about a daredevil game. Uh, you do a daredevil game, make it open world. Don't just force me to do ABC or D. Day. Um, or, or that. even do a Punisher, a Punisher game to where it's, um, even if you don't want to make it more open world, I don't know if you ever played Max Payne three. Um, yeah. To me, make pun make a Punisher game just like that, um, to where it's not necessarily open world, but it's less it's less restricted, um, mm -hmm. and it's way more open than the games that come before it. Um, but actually, now I think about it, a Punisher game in the style of Max Payne Three is fucking genius. All right, I gotta stop <laughs> giving people ideas. Um, but yeah, open it up, people. Open it up. But mm -hmm. um, yes, as far as Hitman Three, I'm so excited for it. Um, it is one of the games that got me interested in gaming itself between that and Max Payne. Um, I know what just happened. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> I'm so looking forward to this game. Um, it, it looks like it's going to be obviously the best of the, uh, of the series. Um, even though I thought Absolution was freaking epic. There'll never be a Hitman game that's better than Blood Money. It just you never, never know. This, this might be. Nope. <laughs> you never know. Nope. Nope, nope, not to me. Not to me. <laughs> you can't decide that until you play the game. You nope. can't that you're going to that same thought process these other people with Last of Us is going through right now. <laughs> you gotta wait till that game comes out. Nope, that was a perfect game. That game is flawless. Whenever someone talks Hitman, AJ, they always say blood money. Anyone that's actually like really enjoyed those games, you ask me, yo, what was your favorite hitman? Blood money. I didn't even finish blood money. Don't even finish what you're saying. It's blood money. <laughs> That's it. Simple as that. Um, but this does look like it's a lot of fun. Uh, the last Hitman game had a lot of DLC stuff, so you can continuously uh, play yeah. on. Um, but what were your thoughts on the uh, the release of Hitman 3? Or the announcement oh, of Hitman 3? I, I'm not as big as a fan as you are with Hit, the Hitman uh, um, franchise. But when I saw that trailer, I was like, I'm happy to get this. <laughs> this, look, this looks nice. Um, I love the open world aspect of it. Um, the overall, I think the cinematic looks amazing. Um, gameplay, I thought it was cool. Um, I can't wait to play this. Um, hopefully, they can make a movie again for Hitman. So that that I feel like that would be cool. Um, so overall, I love this. So yeah, it's not it's not meant to be a a movie. It never was. It's it's meant to be that and Max Payne were never meant to be movies. They should always be series. Um, and now that you have all these platforms where it could go and it could be as gritty and as and as dark as it needs to be, it should go. Uh, it should go to like Netflix or something and let it just be a um, a rated R uh, TV series adaptation of the game. Because um, to me, you putting it in a movie format doesn't allow you to flesh it out properly. There's so much that goes into... You don't have to make everything, <clears throat> put everything at once. You can just spread it out throughout multiple movies, I feel That's like. A problem, you have a... That's a problem, mm -hmm. though, because it's, 
the story of Hitman is just so convoluted um, that it would have to span across three movies. And to me, it's like, make it simple. Make it simple. Make it make it a series. And I would go as far as to say, instead of starting exactly with Agent 47, uh, make a series about the history of that, that program. And then have it to where, um, you know, season one ends with the introduction of Agent 47. And then mm-hmm. from there, it's a series about him. So um, your thoughts on Hitman is literally the same thoughts I have for Assassin's Creed. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, but I agreed with you. I don't think a lot of these <clears throat> game-to-movie to franchises should be movies. They're way better suited for, for television. Mm-hmm. Um, because you can Same with books. Same, same with novels, too. I would agree. I would agree. Because it just, it gives you, a, like, what most people think you can achieve in two and a half hours, maybe even yeah. three. No. Yeah. What you can achieve over 20 episodes, priceless. Priceless. It gives you so much more freedom. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, Hitman should definitely be a series. I would tune in. And, AJ, that song, that opera song that plays at the... Mm. <laughs> The trailers overall for that PlayStation 5 Live um, event was, I thought, were all incredible. I don't think yeah. there was, like, a weak link in that in those trailers at all. But there were some high bars, like, um, God, Spider-Man 2. And we'll talk about this later, but Horizon Zero Dawn, I thought, was incredible. Um, so, yeah, the trailers overall were... I, I love this live event better than the Xbox for sure. I don't even remember Xboxes to be completely honest. <laughs> um, but you led us into our, our next topic, which is the the Horizon. Um, so I'm unaware of it because again, I do not have PlayStation. So educate me, AJ. Okay, so Horizon, the first Horizon was about <laughs> um, oh god, Aloy, and she was motherless basically, and the so the um story goes is that um she's motherless and everybody doesn't want this doesn't need anything from her they just all try to avoid her um just think of it as like um naruto basically where everybody in the village everybody in that yeah village um just ignores her because she's basically a defect um at this point and throughout the story she just goes to um she just tries to find who her mother is um wants revenge for um her guardian and i just love the premise overall for horizon zero dawn and to get a sequel to that i think is incredible um build on the lore more build on the game mechanics more i think is a great idea having that swimming mechanic i thought was incredible um it looks gorgeous as always um for the playstation exclusives for ps4 i think horizon zero dawn was one of one of the best top three top two at most um so to see this everybody that played her horizon everybody that played spider-man they all wanted a sequel and now they got it and we we can't help but be excited for it. Yeah, I mean, tell me a little bit more about the um the playability because I know my dad has it. He let me borrow his PlayStation so I can help him out with Spider Man. Um, and I see he has it on there. 
but games like that are never really my speed. You obviously know what my speed is. I just said it like 30 times. Um, I need open world. I need open world. Oh, um, go ahead. Oh uh, yeah, this is this is completely open world. Um, you're not just limited to one village. Uh, you have multiple villages to go. You have multiple hidden places to go. It's basically, have you watched gameplay for Assassin's Creed Odyssey or um, Valhalla? Yeah, or Valhalla or um, Origins. It's basically like that, mixed with Spider-Man, where you can have different utilities. And you can choose from them. You can have a trip caster. You can have a bow and arrow that has um, flames. You have arrows that have electricity. Uh, I think the uniqueness of that. And I just love the mold between the futuristics and the um, historical um, point of view of Horizon Zero Dawn. I just love the mix between the two. Yeah, you know, to me, I, I did see a little bit of how it kind of, the mechanics of it and everything, and it does look fun. It just, it's it's not my kind of game. Like, um, it took a while for me to be interested in Halo. I'm still not. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't a fan of Halo. A lot of people hate me on that one for that. Yeah, no, to me, Halo was always better consumed uh, as multiplayer. Mm. Um, I never really was interested in doing the main story. Uh, like, I, I don't really understand the hype of Gears of War. My dad loves it. Um, I'll never get it. I love Gears of War. I, 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 I don't get the fun of that game. <laughs> um, but, I mean, to me, it, it's not me saying the games are bad or they're stupid or anything. It's just it's, it's, not, my, it's not my speed. Um, and I kind of feel like people need to be more honest about what's their speed and what's not. Yeah. Um, because, you know, saying something's not for you does not make something bad. Bad, yeah. And I think we live in a world to where when you say, oh, I didn't like it. Oh, so you think it's bad? No, I just, yeah. it, it's <laughs> not something I enjoy. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, I am looking forward to this. I'm definitely going to watch him play it when, uh, when it comes out, and maybe I'll get interested that way. I think uh, the story of Horizon, I think you'll be more compelled to watch the cinematics and, yeah, watch, literally just watch it play. Yeah. I think Maybe I'll do that tonight. Maybe I'll watch the cutscenes tonight for the first game um, and kind of get a feel for it, see if I like it. Mm -hmm. I'll do that. And that might get me interested in playing it. So maybe I'll do that because usually that, that's what I do. I watch cutscenes all the time. Um, and if the cutscenes get me hype, I'm like, let me check out the actual game itself. Yeah, because um, I, I, know, I know people that only love multiplayer games. Um, and all. All they do for single-player games is just watch the cutscenes. Literally, for like Spider-Man, everybody loved the Spider-Man game. Man. Not even just for the game mechanics, but just for the story itself. Everybody just loved it. Same with God of War. I tell you what, I was just watching it yesterday. That's how much I love it. Just watching the Spider-Man cutscenes because mm -hmm. uh, it's like six hours. Because um, you know, obviously, it goes through everything. Uh, it's such a beautiful story. When Aunt made uh, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't finished the Spider-Man, nah. <laughs> but it came out like two years ago, so I, I don't know what to tell you. A little over um, a year, but not two years exactly yet. It's almost two years. You're right. It'll be two years. What in October, September, October? Yeah, I think so. Um, but the decision he had to make as a hero to let Aunt May die so he could help out uh, all of New York. Um, 
is the most Spider-Man thing I've ever seen. Um, and, and it reminds you of how special of a hero Spider-Man is compared to everybody else. Okay. Um, go ahead. Uh, so with the MCU Spider-Man, I think, I love that um, version of Spider-Man, but to me, it felt like it was too limited of what it can do. Um, I think Sony wanted to have Peter Parker with Tony Stark, and I wish they didn't want that because Spider-Man, I feel like, is more of a standalone-ish type superhero when it comes to, like, his own stories. And I feel like that would have been suited better for Spider-Man himself to become his own man. And then probably learning from Tony Stark in the future. But when he's younger, I don't think that should have happened. Um, well, I'm not saying necessarily that is a critique or that it was a bad thing that we did get it because I did love it. But with something like the PS4 Spider-Man um, story, I feel like Spider-Man as a character is more fleshed out within like, that type of um, space. Well, he's, he's a kid in the MCU. In the game, he's a full-on adult. He's yeah, like, but 20. even as a even as a kid, he learns to use his powers alone. He learns to not in the Ultimates, and that's where he, that's the only. That's place recently he new though. I'm talking about Ultimates was the only place he was a kid though. Like remember, outside of Ultimates, it was only Civil. Yeah, War. fair, fair, yeah, fair. It was only Civil War that he was that young. To me, I don't really like stories where you're telling me a child has mastered its his abilities without the help of anyone teaching him. I, I hate that. Because I'm like, that's the most unbelievable thing ever. Uh, do you not see kids nowadays? Kids would be so lost without guidance. Uh, <laughs> some of these kids are lost with guidance. I, uh, I'm not saying that he shouldn't have guidance, but to lean on him way too much, I don't think they should have done that. It, it's okay if you learn from him. I, I liked it. I liked it only because you weren't going to introduce Uncle Ben. Um, now, if he had Uncle Ben, like we, we saw Uncle Ben, we saw the whole origin and everything, mm -hmm. I would say he didn't need to rely as heavily as he did yeah, on, yeah. on Stark. But the fact that See, there the was is, no Uncle Ben, they were fleshing out that that was Uncle Ben's quote-unquote on-screen replacement to where the with great power comes great responsibility wow. came from Tony more so than it did Uncle Ben. So to me, I, I didn't necessarily have an issue with it, but... Everything you wanted him to be, he now is. He's his own man now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they still got to where you wanted. They just had to build it up. So he's still there now to where it's like, oh, no, no, no. Everything he's doing from here on out is on his own. And I don't even count happy, really. That's more so like a um, a, a best friend than it really is a, a mentor or a father figure. Um, that's how I view their relationship going forward. But it, they got to where you wanted them to be. So... Yeah, it all worked out. Um, but all right, uh, what other games did you want to talk? I know there's a specific game I want to talk, but I think we should end with it uh, in case most people aren't, you know, really looking forward to it. Uh, was there any other game releases? I know, I think I heard someone talk about Street Fighter, but I haven't played Street Fighter since arcade. Yeah, I haven't played that in a long time. I mean, I guess we could really talk about we could talk about it briefly. So you know, we're not disrespecting any Street Fighter fans. <laughs> um, it looked it looked dope. Um, it looked dope, but to be completely honest with our fans out there, I don't play Injustice. I don't play Mortal Kombat. I don't play Street yeah, Fighter. I'm not a fan of these fighting games. I really. stopped playing fighting games uh, when Soul Calibur started to go downhill, and they stopped doing Dead or Alive. Uh, those are the 
those were the big time fighting games that I fell in love with. I love watching them. I love turn. I love um, fighting game tournaments. Yes. Um, especially on um, not Discord, but um, uh, Twitch. Oh, Twitch. Uh, Twitch. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I'm with you, man. Um, I don't, I don't knock them. Like, if you, if someone out there plays them, by no means am I saying like they're bad or anything. It's just I. Like, to me, I grew up with a bunch of siblings and cousins who would button mash. And that completely put me <laughs> yeah. off. It put me off. Once they found one move, they'd use it a thousand yeah, times. Yeah. And for some reason, it's like the most impossible thing to stop. I felt like my hand was always on the block button and they were still breaking through. <laughs> so I, I lost interest in, in fighting games. But um, I did play the first Injustice, um, and, and I did love it. I loved the story more so than mm-hmm. the gameplay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's not for me, but you know, Ryu, Ken, uh, all those characters that we know from Street Fighter, um, that should be a movie. If we're talking about video game adaptations, that, that could be more so catered to be a movie because you don't really need to flesh much out. Um, it can I mean, we are getting me. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So if Mortal Kombat works, Street Fighter and Tekken should be next. The cast for um, Mortal Kombat right now looks so good. And I really, I really, I really don't want it to be a rehash of the of the Mortal Kombat movies. Hey, hey, hey! You're not gonna disrespect <laughs> the first one. I, I understand Annihilation, but you're not gonna disrespect. They're them. all bad, but they're. Nope. I guess they're nope. enjoyable bad. Nope, that first say. one was classic. <laughs> first mm. one was classic, AJ. It, remember, oh, it man. was made the time it was made for. Of course, it's gonna look cheesy. Of course, it's gonna look bad. Uh, they were ahead of their time, but hey, I love I love big little like um big little China. What is it? God, I think it was big little China with um. Crap, I can't remember. But anyway, I I love the old style movies, uh, where they're over the top and over dramatic. But Mortal Kombat was not for me. Big hey. Trouble in Little China was it was called Big Trouble in Little China. Hey, I respect that, man. I respect that. It's not for everybody, but I'm just not going to let you slander it. Um, <laughs> I completely respect it. Um, all right, so that's our thoughts on on Street Fighter. Sorry we don't have more. We're just not fi- uh, fans of fighter games. Uh, was there anything else before I get to my last game and we can wrap this up? Um, one of them was um, Deathloop. Um, I thought that looked interesting. I didn't know anything about it until now, and I literally put on my Twitter page, I'm sold. I, I want this game so bad. Um, basically, it puts you in the role of Cole, a man with unique problems. Um, every morning, he wakes up on a on the same beach with the same killers, the um, subject of the same island wide. And it's just a big old manhunt just for this one guy. And in this island, everybody loves to party. And basically, just to kill this one guy because he just keeps coming back to life over and over again. And to stop that loop, he has to kill eight specific people before, um, I think it was midnight or somewhere around there. Um, or he has to do it again. So that premise alone, I was like, I need this. <laughs> um, it kind of reminded me of um, Live, Die, Repeat, where yeah. he just dies over and over again until he fig- figures out his um, objection. So I- I'm all in for that one. Um, another one was, um, Project Athea, um, for two reasons, basically. Um, this proves, um, for PlayStation 5, 
we can get a Superman game. <laughs> Basically, we we need that Superman game ASAP. But the second reason, I just love the world it's um and mythology that it's taken off, and I overall I I love the cinematic of that and gameplay of that. I thought was really really cool. So those are two uh, ones I'm excited about. Not the most excited, like I am for Horizon or Spider Man, but it's up there. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm with you. They uh, Spider, uh, not Spider Man. I'm sorry. Superman and Iron Man game could definitely happen. And I tell people all the time because they're like, "Oh, how, how you know how would you defeat Superman with just regular civilians?" Well, if you're having like henchmen go after Superman, you could just say Lex gave them kryptonite uh, encoded bullets, um, and then boom, that solves that. Easily, um, you know, have other aliens. Uh, a healthy blend of both would be fine. Yeah. Um, but it's easy to do. Now, the tough part about a game with uh, Superman and Iron Man is the only way to travel is through flying. So your mechanics on flying would have to be like impeccable. Um, so that would be the only thing. Like when they made the Hulk game, which is so freaking slept on. Uh, to be able to jump from, like, a building to, like, a whole nother building is, like, the dopest way to travel with the Hulk. Um, and where you can kind of, like, uh, destroy buildings as you're hopping from them. I'm like, once I saw that you could successfully do a Hulk game, I'm like, why is it so hard to do Superman? Like, I, I didn't I didn't get it. And that Hulk game, AJ, was free roam. It was free. You could just go around the city. Um, so I'm like, yeah, they, de- they definitely could do it. But, um. No, my I definitely have my eye on that game. Again, I'm gonna have to hope my my dad gets it because I don't have a PlayStation. I or just get a PlayStation. Guy. Come on, AJ, 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 just get it. AJ, shut your I, mouth. I'm not gonna stop. I'm not gonna stop. It will never happen. Just get um, it. Um, Joel's trying his best to convince me. Also, that's what he spent yesterday trying to do. Convince me. Um, but um, but no. So I I definitely look out for that. Was there any other game that that piqued your interest? Oh, Ratchet and Clank. I, I don't know why. I oh, about yeah. That, Ratchet and Clank. I Ra- am Ratchet and Clank. That, that looks dope. Able to um, go through dimensions, I thought was a unique way to um, have a game, um, do game plan. Um, combat, it's Ratchet and Clank. I, I love the combat for Ratchet and Clank. Um, the, so the game mechanics as well, I thought was incredible. Uh, um, it looks beautiful. Basically, all these games look beautiful, so <laughs> um, that that's just a, a no duh right there. So, Ratchet and Clank is up there for me as well. Yeah, I feel like if you're gonna do Ratchet and Clank again, I have no idea, and I don't even know. I obviously I know it's PlayStation exclusive, but I don't know the exact uh, video gaming company. I don't know why they haven't continued Sly Cooper. Um, Aren't they doing another? I thought they were doing another one. Hold on. Yeah, double check that because to me, AJ, I always and I have the full I have the full fan cast planned out. Um, I always said Bradley Cooper should be Sly Cooper, um, not just because they both share the same last name, and no, not because he Rocket. plays a rat uh, a <laughs> before. Um, he just has. If you see how uh, Sly Cooper is designed, it screams Bradley Cooper. Um, but I thought you could do a live action version of that. Um, was Bradley Cooper at the helm um, and really make it fun, really make it fleshed out. But that was the only game I truly remember I loved 
for the PSP. Uh, yeah, PSP so Vita. I don't think there is going to be one. Yeah, I, I didn't hear anything. And I, I look out for that as often as possible. Because I'm like, if anything would bring me back to PlayStation, it's you continuing Sly Cooper. Uh, and that's without a doubt. That's without hesitation, AJ. Like, you'd be talking to me one day, and you're like, Juwan, did you hear about Sly Cooper? AJ, I already pre-ordered it. And the <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's on its way. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, Ratchet & Clank has been part of PlayStation for as long as I can Forever. remember. Um so I'm like, if you're a deep fan of Ratchet and Clank, this is a dream come true. It seems like they'll never stop making those games. Mm. Um, so hey, Xbox chooses to do a Halo every every uh, <laughs> every semester. So it's like, why not continue Ratchet and Clank? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so definitely, guys, check out Ratchet and Clank. What else, what else came out? Uh, Resident Evil Village. I thought it looked great. Um, horror fans out there. I think this is the game for you. I think there's another horror game, but I can't remember what it's called. Um, I think it was um, Ghostwire, Ghostwire Tokyo. I think that was the other horror game that um, looks really nice. Yeah, I mean, I've never really been um, a fan of Resident Evil. I love it. Not really my speed. (laughs) Um, I don't like that pop-up shit in my video games, especially because no one plays video games at a low volume. You're you know, a baby. Like, right, if you watch a horror movie at home, you can have the volume low, so like when pop-up scenes happen, you know, like, oh my no, god, oh. You, you have to um, have it up. That's the best way to watch a horror movie or play a horror game. You have to have the volume up. No, thank you. No, thank or you. Or have earphones, too, no, <laughs> so no you. one else can hear it. No, thank you. I don't need a heart attack in my life, AJ. It's okay. Um, but so, no, I've never played Resident Evil, but I've only heard great things about majority of their games. And the fact that they remastered it. I actually, AJ, to be completely honest with you, I almost bought it for um, for Switch. Um, I was so close. I was so close to doing it. Um, but I'm like, out of it. <laughs> I'm like, nah, no, 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 thank you. Um, I don't think it'll be a game for you anyway. Not just because it's horror, but I think the game mechanics, I don't think it'll like. I don't, I don't think I would either. You're absolutely right. Um, it, it's very similar to um, Halo. Yeah. It's not that yeah. drastically different. Um, and I don't really like the mechanics of Halo. Um, <laughs> but um, anything else? Uh, Ken, I think it's Kenna or Kenya, Bridge of the Spirit, Bridge of Spirits. I think is one of the unique ones that um the PlayStation Live event showed us. So I I can't wait for that one. And um I think that was it for me. Yeah. All right. Those well, are the games I, I was looking forward most to. What I'm gonna end it on is um NBA 2K21. Gave us a glimpse into the next installment of their games. I will say 2K, like Madden, um, has a huge issue with, um, what do you call it, becoming very lazy. Um, I feel like their game mechanics don't improve, mainly because there's no competition. So it's like, I don't really need to do much. There's no other football or basketball game you got. So you got to come back to it if you like football and basketball. Um, so that's what I've always hated. So hopefully it looks like the dunking mechanics might be a little different. Um, I am curious when they were able to actually create this game, 
because um, we obviously know the players have to actually go there and do the mocap. Um, when would they have done it? Like, when? I, I don't know when they actually do these um, – uh, create these games. I'm curious, but um, no, I, I think I really... it's like I think the production is much like um, movies where they do it years in advance before beforehand, where they do like mocap and all of that um, to get ready for the new systems or just overall new game. That's what I think, at least. I could be completely wrong. No, I'm not right. I'm you not that into. Right. I have no idea. I just know that I um. I like I like how it looks. I liked how Zion looked. He looked like a monster. Looked like a beast. Um, can't wait to see more of the gameplay. Um, mm-hmm. See if they do anything drastically different with my player. See the the storyline of my player. Um, we've seen the past couple of years, Idris Elba, Michael B. Jordan. Um, you know they've implemented a lot of really cool uh, stars into the the my yeah. player. Um, so I'm just really curious on how that looks. I know it wasn't part of the PS5, but we did get to see Madden 21 um, a few weeks ago. Uh, that Madden's always to me has been if they ever create if they ever brought back um, I think it was ESPN or was it live? It was either live or ESPN football that they created uh, for like Dreamcast back in the day. Oh. Anyone made a a rival football game, Madden has been so blech, I would probably easily have <laughs> that new football game. Uh, I mean, shit, AJ, if they made a brand new backyard football game, I'd play that instead of Madden. Yeah, I, I would um, too, yeah. Shit. I, I'm I, not even a big I, fan of sports games. I'm not really a big fan of sports games, but... You remember Pablo? I miss Pablo, man. You remember Pablo from that. backyard football? I don't... I don't I don't remember that. No, Pablo no, was like, if you played ba- backyard baseball or backyard – no, maybe Pablo was just baseball. Maybe he was just backyard baseball. But those backyard sports games, best thing ever created, man. If they if they remastered it for the uh, the, the big – they remastered it for Switch, AJ. I'd go into a dark hole. <laughs> You'd have to call and check on me, like, daily. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely miss those games, but, um, I am looking forward to 2k21, see what the mechanics are, see what the storylines are, stuff like that. Um, so I was really glad to see that. Um, but outside of that, man, um, PS5 looks like it did that damn thing. Um, I that really, do way to start. oh, there's a game that, um, we can talk about more on tomorrow. Um, it was a new Star Wars game called Star Wars, um, Squadrons. Um, EA accidentally leaked, not EA, but Xbox accidentally leaked <laughs> before the trailer released. I think it's two days from now the trailer's going to release. And then two days after, um, EA is going to have a conference. So <laughs> we, we can talk about that a little bit more tomorrow. God damn you, EA. <laughs> um, it wasn't EA that leaked it, it was Xbox that accidentally leaked it. Even worse. Come on, Xbox, we already get a bad rep. Also, um, PlayStation accidentally leaked it, too. It was, like, I think a couple years back, a year back or so. <laughs> God bless us. Um, shit, I was going to say something. I completely – yeah, so we'll talk about that tomorrow on Star Wars Saturday for sure. We'll, we'll dig deep into that. I want to look a little bit more into it. Um, we'll definitely break that down. I was going to say something else to you, and I, I completely lost my train of thought. I don't know where I was going. Oh, yes, this is where I was going. Um. PlayStation should, with the PS5, uh, or if it wants to wait till 16 years later, 
to do PS6, um, PS Vita should be recreated. Um, now is the perfect time to do it. Um, I think the problem that they were having were they couldn't come up with enough games um, for the PS Vita. Like, its highest sales for the Vita were their um, – I can't remember the name of the specific games, but it wasn't its major releases. It was like, you know, the feature games when you go on Switch. Um, oh, it's yeah. like a game you yeah. never heard of, but like people overseas love that shit. Those were the games that were selling uh, selling big for the PSP and the PSP Vita. Or uh, the PS Vita, sorry. I don't think it's PSP Vita. I think it's PS Vita. But yeah, now- I don't even really play games. I don't really play games on that. I played. I watched movies on them. <laughs> See, I, I was playing. I was playing Madden. I was playing Sly Cooper. I was playing the Assassin's Creed. I was playing Uncharted. Um, I was playing baseball. Like it had games. Problem was, it didn't have enough games. Yeah. Like you got to make like, if you if they redid the PS Vita today, Spider Man should be part of that. Uh, part of that release. Basically, uh, all their exclusives. All your exclusives should be part of that. Like, I didn't get why you were coming out with great exclusives for PS4, and then you were coming out with shitty ones for the Vita. Like, I'm confused. You want me to buy the Vita, right? You should probably come out with some more games. Nope. Um, but you're absolutely it. right. It was um, and it's and it's um, its bundles were shitty. Um, like you know, with a handheld, bundles make a break. Um, and it's like, if Switch didn't have so many great, uh, bundles, like that Smash Brothers one was like an all-time great one for them. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is the perfect time to recreate the PS Vita, um, because handhelds are a thing again, and I think Switch made it popular again, um, but handhelds are very much in again, and I think if you did that with the Vita and just gave it more exclusives... Um, it'd be completely fine, especially AJ with the idea of I could be playing Spider-Man on my Vita and then save it and then, uh, continue it on my PS5 or PS whatever. Um, cause yeah. that was a big thing with the PS3 in the Vita or the PS4 in the Vita. The idea that you could be playing baseball and then save it and then pick it up with the handheld wherever you left off. Um, yeah. So I think PlayStation, if they really want to bury Xbox, is even though a lot of people think it already does, um, you you recreate your handheld and it works. Because we know Xbox doesn't do handhelds; they don't believe in that shit. Uh, they barely believe in exclusives. So um, if PlayStation did that Vita, it'd be over. It'd be nothing Xbox could do to to counteract it. Um, but it was a great event for PlayStation. They definitely Incredible. stole the Incredible. show. Um, bravo to them. Uh, I know they've been working really hard on this brand new system. Um, looks great. Controller looks great. Um, their exclusives look oh, yeah, great. I, I love, a lot of people were um, making fun of that controller early on when it was first revealed. I was like, mm -hmm. I like it. <laughs> I, I, and I still like it. I don't, have, mm -hmm. I don't have any issues with it. But um, AJ, I'm really glad we got to break down this PS5 event. I thought I'd be a lot saltier than I was. Um, so I want to pat myself on the back for not shitting on PlayStation for this whole time. <laughs> um, but no, I really enjoyed this man and I can't wait to see what other games, uh, we start to hear more about. I'm so excited. Can't wait. We need Batman. We, we need the Batman game so much. <laughs> we need it. AJ, I need that. Like, um, like I need air. I need that Batman game, man. I need it.
Why did you bring that up, man? You know, with the um, I think it was was it Arkham Knight? Yeah, it was Arkham Knight. Um, on the PS4, it's still one of the better best looking games right now. <laughs> Even for future um titles, it still looks incredible. And Just imagine that being a PS5 title. How about let me ask you this, AJ? What did Arkham Knight do that the other Batman games didn't do? What? It made it open world. You could nope. You cannot explore the city in the other Batman games. Not at all. Wait, are you talking about just the Arkham series or just No, any any Batman game. Oh what yeah. Okay, okay. okay. I thought you just meant within the Arkham series. I was like, what? Because I'm pretty sure all the Arkham series were all open world. No. No. Like this was the most open world where you could hop in the Batmobile or even if you don't want to hop in the Batmobile. You could drive around the entire city of um, of Gotham, the entire city of Gotham. Obviously, it stopped you at certain bridge points, um, but yeah, that was the most open world it's ever been. To where you could just drive around and see a guy like. But it, all the Arkham series were still open world, but they were still just lesser of the. They Arkham, were they Arkham were more games. restricted. They were very much so restricted. Yeah, but it's it still counts as an open world. More so than God of War, more so than... No, they were very much... The earlier ones were very much like God of War. It was like, do A, B, C, or D. It wasn't... It didn't really open it to where you could just walk around. It was like, nope, this is what you're supposed to do. So that's what I mean by open world. I, but, think, I think you need to play play those games again, because I'm pretty sure... AJ, are you pretty, questioning... Yes, I Batman, am questioning. Yes, I my am. My Batman credentials? 100%, 100% I am. That's one thing, AJ, you should never I'm going to need you to go to YouTube and rewatch gameplay on that. They weren't open world. What we they have were to, open world. Hold on. We have to check the definition of open world. Okay. Let's see. Definition of open world games. Let's see. Let's see what it says. Is a mechanic of using a virtual world that a player can explore and approach objectives freely as opposed to a world with more linear and structured gameplay. AJ. God of of War is more linear. Batman, you can still explore. You didn't have to do A, B, and C. You could keep going. No. no, Okay, so I'm looking looking through their list of open world games. Mm -hmm. Would you like to know what I have not seen yet? Batman. Sure. Batman, Any Batman? Any yet. Batman? So Arkham Knight is not open world. No, 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 no. Open world. Uh, not open world. Sorry, <laughs> you, you get me frustrated here. Um, <laughs> Arkham Knight does pop up, just not the other Batman ones. I'm gonna look it up. Is Batman? Is the Arkham series open world? Now that I'm looking at it, they 100% could do a God of War open world game. If you I would love make, that. I would love that a, so much. If you can make Assassin's Creed work, you can definitely make Game of Thrones work. Is the Batman Arkham series. The Origins is open world. Arkham Knights open world. Uh, Arkham series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where it says 
are the Batman games open world? It just says Arkham Knight. Arkham Asylum. Once the player emerges into the island, they can freely explore the game, game world. Literally every single one of them saying that it's open world. Yeah, no. Arkham City. Because when you play the, the reason why it's not, all the other games are not open world is because when you start them, it legit is, here's your mission, do it. And then you could maybe uh, do like a side mission or a side objective, but you can't just freely walk around the city like you can in Arkham Knight. I literally just looked it up and each one, it says open world game. Yeah, well, clearly they don't know what open world. <laughs> You're looking at the same thing. No, it was saying I get I get origins in um, uh, Arkham Knight, but the other ones no. City was open world too. Literally, it's each one progresses. Um, Arkham Asylum was just I would say Arkham Asylum is the least open world of them all. Arkham City expands that, and then Arkham Knight expands that. Arkham Origins expands that. It, they're still all, all open world, but they're just expanding on that world. Let me see. Hold on. Let me see. All right, we gotta <laughs> we gotta go. My battery is at ten percent. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna look into this. But all right, guys, um, this has been me and AJ's breakdown of PS Five uh, reveal. Obviously, it has nothing to do with Batman, but me and AJ <laughs> always find a way to get there. Um, but thank you guys for joining us for an all-new episode of GVN uh, Review for the PlayStation 5 reveal. So next time, guys. Peace.